world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard, fear no evil. Get yours today, only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain, in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. <coughs> to it. You know... Next week, we're going to report about the uh, Citizens First rally down in Avenel, and uh, we're also going to be reporting in depth about the Cheeseman case before the U.S. Supreme Court. But right now, I want to talk to you about how life can turn in an instant from good to bad to back to bad and how you should be prepared for it. So Sunday... Uh, I worked in the morning. I said, oh, I better go home and take Rex for a walk. And I take Rex, and I live in a development. It's an old quarry, and I'm as far away from the house as possible. My phone rings, and it's my mother, and she's hysterical, and she says, my father is dying, and he's on the way to the hospital, and oh, my God, he's going to die, he's going to die, he's going to die, and hangs up on me. Oh. Yes. So... (laughs) Now I start heading back 245 pounds. Uh, in a full sprint. Full sprint, heading back. This is when you really realize that sometimes too many cigars is too many cigars. <laughs> so Rex is wondering what the hell is going on. He thinks we're playing, so he keeps trying to attack me as right. we're running. Get down to my house. I get in the car. Call my mother up again. No answer. No answer. That's always good. Call my mother up again. She gets through. She's hysterical. What's going on? He went to a coffee shop, and he fell down the stairs or something like that. He's dying. He's going to die. They're taking him to the hospital. Now, my mother doesn't drive. I said, I'm on my way there. I should be there in 15 minutes. So I get the dog into the house. I get in the car. And now, you have, this is the times where you can't drive 100 miles an hour, because if you flip your car over or you right. get pulled over right. or you kill yourself for another innocent person, you're not going to be of help to anybody, Right. So I drive, you know, as fast as I safely can drive, get to Belleville, pick up mom, closest hospital in Belleville is Claremont Hospital. We drive to Claremont Hospital. I want to be respectful. There's emergency parking. Now, the whole time my mother's freaking out in the car. We don't know if he's dead. We don't don't know anything, right, right, at this point. We have no communication with him. Go inside, talk to the nurse. There's no Mr. Calandro here. (laughs) Great. Beautiful. (laughs) Uh, it was the Belleville Fire Department ambulance squad that uh, called my mother and told her that she was. A, she goes, "Let me call the Belleville Fire Department." Oh yes, he suffered head trauma, so we brought him to University Hospital in Newark. In Newark. Okay, good. Walk a quarter of a mile back to the car, get in the car, and drive to University Hospital <clears throat> in Newark now. And of course, in University Hospital in Newark, to park, you have to go on a parking deck. So the first available spots were on the sixth or seventh level. Oh, God. Go down. Go into the emergency room. Uh, no, Mr. Calandro's not here. Uh, no, Mr. Calandro must be here. N- no, he's not here. I said to my mother, wait here. She's hysterical. I go outside. I go to the end of the block. I make a left where the ambulance pulls in. 
there's a Belleville Fire Department ambulance. Hey, guys, how you doing? One of them I know. He goes, hey, Ann, how you doing? He goes, your dad, he's conscious and everything. We just brought him in through the back. I said, okay. I walked in through the back. Yeah. There's my father in a stretcher, neck brace on, blah, 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 blah. Uh, just so you have an idea, Sandy, that's what he looked like. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm showing Sandy a picture of my father. His head's all broken up, and he has a neck brace on and everything. So I'm talking to him, and he's conscious, but he's in a lot of pain. So I walk, continue to walk through the emergency room, and I come out the other side of the doors, and I call my mother in. <laughs> so I ended up, So she comes in. She fucking sees him. She's ready to pass out, blah, 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 blah. So it's how you handle yourself in these situations because you just never know mm-hmm. what's going to hit you. I had different plans that Saturday. Uh, I worked in the morning. I was going to work later in the day, and then Tracy and I were going to go see the Joker possibly and then get something to eat. And, you know, anyway, this is this start, This start. went till 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh. So what ended up happening was this is a great learning experience. So my father is 78 years old. He goes to the same coffee shop maybe three, four days a week. He picks up a paper. He gets a cup of coffee. He's old school, right? right. He ain't using no K-cup machine, and he's not reading the news off an iPad like me. So he wears prescription glasses that have those magnetic uh, sunglasses that go over them, you know, and you can just clip them off. Him and my mother love them. Every year they get a new prescription. They get the same type of glasses. So he goes into the, the local store. And he orders a cup of coffee, and he says to the owner, he goes, can I can I use your bathroom? He had to pee. My father, all the years he's been going there, never peed there because he would leave the house in the morning, go get a paper and coffee, and then go back home with it, right? Yeah, right? So the guy goes, yeah, it's in the back. So my father walks to the back of the store, opens the white door, reaches in with his right arm to turn the light on. The door swung in. He reaches in with his right arm to turn the light on. Now he still has his sunglasses on. He doesn't feel the light switch. He steps forward. It was the basement. Oh, God. And there was no landing inside the door. It was just the first step. You know, old school yeah, basement yeah, yeah, steps. Right, right. So my father did a triple gainer down 14 stairs. Oh, my God. Wooden stairs. 78 years old. It's like he didn't break his neck. The bathroom was to the right of oh. that door. He just chose the door like general flow. If you walk in, it was the first door in the back. Right. Neither door had a sign because it's not public restrooms. Right. Uh, and it's not a public basement, obviously. Yeah. So, check this out. We're at the hospital numerous hours. I got to tell you something about University Hospital. You know, it's a trauma center. It's mm-hmm. one of the best-rated trauma centers ever. Yeah. While my father was there, a multi-vehicle accident came in. Teenage kids dead, broken necks. I mean, like, I saw, I watched what was going on there. It is amazing uh, that they bring the x-ray machine right to you. Mm-hmm. The CAT scan machine was in the room next door. Just a team of professionals, male, female, working on my father, checking this, checking that. Blood work, Sandy, you know, sticking needles in him. Can you feel this and the whole bit? Stitching him up on his hand, stitching him up his head at the same time. And everybody was so nice, you know. And this is in Newark, New Jersey. It's in downtown Newark, New Jersey. Obviously, it's a, it's a learning. Yeah, you know, teaching it's a, hospital. It's a teaching hospital, right? There was a shitload of interns there. But I got to tell you, from reception, intake, everybody, they couldn't be nicer. I haven't experienced that in a long time. So lo and behold, 78 years old, Mr. Hardhead here, nothing broken. Come on. Sandy. fantastic. 14 (laughs) stairs, dead weight, sack of potatoes. 
Both knees swollen, elbow swollen, stitches in his forehead, stitches in his hand. One of the interns told me a lot of uh, stair falls they get, people have broken fingers because they put their hands out. Right. Especially when it's dark. Yeah. Right? No broken fingers, <laughs> no nothing. They released him around 1 o'clock in the morning, got to my house at 2 in the morning because I'm on one level. They live uh, upstairs, so it's, it would be hard for him because sure. he's, he's yeah. hobbling around and stuff. <laughs> So it's interesting. I'm uh, I'm waiting where all the doctors are and, the, and interns, and they have lockers, and the lockers say uh, uh, ER staff only. And I look, and all the lockers have uh, locks on them. Not all. Some are empty, but some have locks on them. And one of the lockers has a Sig Sauer oval sticker and a Gun for Hire sticker on it. <laughs> so now I'm wearing plain clothes. Right. And I said out loud to either my mother or Tracy, I was like, look at that. There's a six-hour and gun for hire sticker over there. And one of the doctors goes, oh, that's my locker. <laughs> I'm like, uh, you shoot at my place? He goes, you're Anthony. I said, yeah, that's Anthony, too, that you've been working on for the past. He goes, no, I didn't even put it together. <laughs> oh, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we started talking. I said, really? I said, how do you get away with this? Yeah, right. You know, in the hospital. How do you get away? Because nobody's ever said anything to me. I said, because it's, I've, from doctors from responsible gun owners, I thought you guys were a minority. And he never heard of DRGO, so I told him about it. Yeah. But uh, it was interesting, and then they finally released him. But I want to just tell you, see, this is why certain things you have to be prepared for. Now, a couple of things. My phone is always charged. Mm -hmm. It's Right now in the radio studio, it's plugged in. Yeah. Okay. And I'm in the studio and it's at 100%. Now, when I got that phone call yesterday, uh, my, well, the Sunday, my phone was at 100%. Well, I'm going to tell you something. At the hospital by midnight, it was at 2%. Yeah, right. And as soon as I got in the car when we were taking them home, I plugged it in to charge it again. So when people say stuff to you silly like, oh, you're always breaking my chops because I, I go below a quarter of a tank of gas or mm -hmm. I never phone with right. the charge. You do not know. Or I don't carry a USB charger with me. Correct. Or, yeah. but you do not know. Right. Now, they had charging station in the emergency room. Okay, they had like 12 wires off of it, which they were all taken. The emergency yeah. room was with 100 people in there. Right. Okay, and we weren't on that side anyway. I Obviously, um, we kind of stood with him in ER the whole time because I came in the back door. We didn't have badges. <clears throat> right, right. Yeah. Okay, because I came in the back door, and then I went and got my mother, and I pulled her in. We were, we were like... You know, I guess we, we fell through the cracks, so to speak. Yeah. And we behaved, and there wasn't 12 of us screaming or whatever. Which is unusual yeah. for an Italian family. Correct. So, <clears throat> but, but this is why in our lives. Why do you want a, a, a bug out bag in your car? Right. Why do you want one at work? Right. Why should you carry spare chargers? Why should you always make sure your phone is charged? Why should you always have your flashlight in your pocket or your tactical pen? Because you do not know what right. is going to hit you in the far head like a ton of bricks i was walking the dog it was a beautiful day out boom you get a hysterical phone call right <clears throat> and the dominoes just fall from there next thing i know it's 1 30 in the morning and we're helping them getting to into the spare bedroom in my house you know the whole day goes by in a blur but luckily i was prepared everything i need i, I had extra cigars in the car <laughs> uh, i'm crazy right yeah, but i got right. that i have a half a case of water that i keep in the car except for when january comes february when it's below freezing cuz uh, i could tell you a story about that once too <laughs> luckily it was water that burst yeah. the bottles i didn't realize they burst until it got warmer out and they thawed 
<laughs> you know, you know right, exactly. oh my, everything in the trunk got wet, you know, yeah. but that happens. But this is why we go through life. It's not because we're crazy. It's because we don't know. How many of you guys out there listening, you know, your daughter's at soccer practice right. and the wife calls. Right. Joanna broke her leg. Boom. You got to, you got to, you have to be able to respond. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I, I can't, I can't commend university hospital enough for their professionalism. Uh, he would have been out, to be honest, he would have been out about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, the reason a lot of his testing got delayed was because this serious accident with fatalities came in. And, yeah, it's uh, a level one trauma. So. Yeah, yeah you, you know what happened, Sandy. It was quiet as hell. There was somebody detoxing next to him. Mm. There was another guy who fell and hit his head on the other side of him. There was my dad. I really didn't see anybody else. But they have three levels there. They have... Uh, Right. The fast tracks, medium track, and slow track. He was in uh, medium track. So I guess slow track is when you come in and you need three stitches on your finger or something. And then the fast track is, you know, where they come in, bust in the doors with that cart. What do they call that cart? Crash cart. Crash cart and everything. So I, you know, I kind of watched it the whole day, a mm. day in a life. And I'll tell you, I wouldn't want that job. No, it's a tough I, you job. You know, yeah. I, wouldn't want, I wouldn't want that job, but just watching him. But, but again, as I was sitting there, I was just thinking about it, like how many people are not prepared? They just don't mm-hmm. have their shit together. Right. You know, I wanted a cigar. There's no cigar smoking on the entire ground. So I had to go up to my park, the parking garage, cameras everywhere, come back downstairs, and I had to walk all the way to the end of the hospital property. They had signs, no smoking, no vaping, no tobacco products on, on the hospital property. I, 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 I respect that. It's a hospital. You know, it's a hospital. They can do whatever mm-hmm. they want. So I had to walk out to like Central Ave and I could smoke a cigar and I looked down and I realized this is where everybody goes. I was going to say that had to be interesting. There was 47 million <laughs> cigarette butts <laughs> around this black uh, fence, aluminum <laughs> fence right there. So I could tell where everybody went. See, now I, this is where the entrepreneur of me says get a Winnebago. Oh, yeah. And have a smoking lounge with TVs in it and right. stuff for cigarettes and cigars and charge like $5 bucks. or 10 bucks. Yeah, for, per entry, like for the whole day. You can sure. come back in as many times yeah. Yeah, you we'll, we'll validate your ticket. You keep coming back. Yeah, seriously, sit there <laughs> with the compressor running or something. You know, so anybody want to have a used, you know, 40-foot? Sell snacks? Right. Yeah, it doesn't have to go very far. No. You just got to go there and... Actually, you could be there 24 hours a day. Yeah, you'd probably make more money yeah. than a food cart. You have uh, no overhead. Oh, yeah, that, exactly right. <laughs> so... So anyway, lesson learned. Dad got lumped up. There's 17 people right now go, going on eBay to try to find a used Winnebago. You could set one up. Excuse me. Dude, you could have a school bus oh, and just yeah. have a big screen Anything TV right. in the front over the driveway, <laughs> over the driver. I'd sit in there and smoke a cigar. Just leave me alone. Yeah. If you have a cu- right. K-cup machine, yeah. I need a cup of coffee and I need to be left right. alone. So the, the hospital cafeteria is closed a lot and they have a Burger King. So, which severely, was the Burger King open at night? It was open 24. Yeah. yeah. It, but so it severely limits your options if you want something, you know, decent to eat. But the hospital was spotless. The staff was professional. I met uh, a ton of people, talked to them. A lot of people recognized me. There was a Union County Sheriff's Officer came in. They were looking for a dementia patient who's been missing for like three days now. Oh, and wow. they dropped off, uh, you know, posters. Yeah, flyers. Yeah, flyers. Excuse me. <clears throat> so... Again, everybody out there listening, spread it around to your friends and family because 
we all need to assess our situation, our surroundings, our lives. So use this as an example. If you have a wife or a daughter or a husband whose phone is always at 7%, they're like, what's the big deal? I'm home. Why do I have to? You know, I have chargers next to my nightstand. I have a charger in my living room. I have a charger in my den. Uh, I have a charger in my kitchen. I'm sorry. I'm just that type of guy. That, and I have charging cases, too. I'm just that type of guy that I like to, if I'm accessible to electricity, I like to be from 95 to 100%. And I have all my little stuff on me. And sadly, because of you, so am I. It's not sadly. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <clears throat> you went through a lot of stuff with your uh, mother-in-law. Yep, you had to right. respond quickly. Oh, right? Yeah. Oh, How many times absolutely. were you hung up somewhere oh. and your phone <laughs> is draining down? Yeah, sure. Especially in a hospital, you can. It's very hard, like you say. The charging stations are there. Most of them are broken or used. Oh, by the way, University <laughs> Hospital had free Wi-Fi. It was ass kicking. Oh, really? I uploaded videos. It was fast. Wow. Yeah, and I'm sure everybody in there was using it. They, yeah, they didn't skimp. They had really good Wi-Fi. Wow. I've been to places where you have to shut the Wi-Fi off and you just use dial-up yeah, yeah, because exactly. you, you can't. It's so bad. Yeah, but. Uh, but I was prepared, and I just want to put that out there. You know, in the back of my truck, I have air compressor, I have water, I have blankets, I have my bug-out bag, I got two folding chairs in case of just, you know, going to watch something or just hang out. Okay. You know, it's funny, too, because uh, my wife used to make fun of me all the time because I just never got out of the habit of that. You know, we were trained early on that we had to be ready to go immediately, and you had to have, in our gold bags, we always had 72-hour <clears throat> provisions. You know, couple of changes of underwear you were going to wear whatever the hell you had on but you and it was not without cause i mean you would just get called in the middle of the day middle of the night really didn't matter and you didn't you did not have time to go around and look for shit mm-hmm. but now i do the same thing and but i keep for me i keep three days worth of medication <clears throat> always have with everywhere i go i still have three days worth of medication with me so it's just it, that's a good thing to do too i mean if you're if you're on especially if you're on the type of medications that you cannot just kind of skip, then those are the things you should always yeah, carry. If you with. need it to stay alive, yes, yeah, you should have extra. Right, exactly. What are the options <clears throat> people can do to get extra if insurance won't cover it, Sandy or whatever? How can you end up with an extra month's supply well, or so? Diane had a, a really good, uh, you know, a tactic that she told people about on her show. It was. Most insurance companies allow you to, I think it's, I have to check with her, it's either 26 or 28 days to, you can refill your uh, prescription instead of at that 30-day period. So you're, every month you're catching a couple of extra pills. Okay. So, so you, you take can... those pills and you, you kind of you kind of scurry them away, squirrel them away somewhere. So uh, that kind of, that's what I do too. Uh, and uh, professional samples, if when you go to the uh, doctor, especially if you're taking some really expensive stuff. Um, uh, one of my prescriptions is like 1200 bucks a month. So, That's it? Yeah. So I try to get as many professional samples as I can, and they're few and far between, but I get them. Uh, and I, I hold those away just in case something happens, uh, and you can't either you're somewhere where you can't get it refilled or, you know, you, you're, you're away for a couple of days or whatever, whatever the case may be. That's pretty much your only options, right? Yeah, pretty it's much. Just, just keep them or, or buy them. You know, like a lot of times in the, that one prescription, I, if I cannot get supplies, and there have been times when I c- couldn't get any samples, I just, you know, order them uh, from a Canadian pharmacy and pay cash. Uh, so another thing you could do is uh, if I went to the pharmacist or the doctor and says, I want to buy extra, 
another extra month, even though it's not covered by insurance, it might, some drugs, especially generics, are not that expensive. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Many, because, many generics are like 10 bucks, 15 bucks. Yeah, because I went to pick up uh, a drug and uh, that the anti-aging doctor prescribed, and he goes, he pulled me aside, the pharmacist, he goes, can I speak to you over here? I said, yeah. He goes, this isn't covered by insurance. Do you still want it? I'm like, how much is it? He goes, $65 for a two-month supply. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but I yeah, understand right. his position. Yeah, you know, right. there's a lot of seniors and stuff that live week to week, mm -hmm. yeah, and they're not right. going to pay for the extra. You know, and I'm like, yeah, sure. I want it. So so I, given that, if I had something, you know, if I went to the doctor, if I had something that I had to take to stay alive or diabetic medicine or something, I'd be willing to pay it. All yeah, of you just to have it better than that than upgrading mm -hmm. to the new iPhone 37 or whatever right. the hell it is, right? Uh, and always have a 30 in a buffer, right? You can't eat an app, and uh, an iPhone won't keep you alive. Most no, of well, that's not what the uh, coastal elites think. Well, you know. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000 pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. 
Just follow the link on the gunforhireradio.com homepage. We're back. Are we back? We so are. Bob Ramo got the helicopter. Yes, he did. So Shooter's Gauntlet is the way to go. Check out Shooter'sGauntlet.com. <laughs> we got to go just to see the helicopter. Uh, we are going to go in the spring. Uh, we're definitely going to go in the spring. Check out Shooter'sGauntlet.com. Give them a thumbs up. Uh, tell them we said hello. Do not forget the Cheeseman case now is GoFundMe.com forward slash restore dash carry dash NJ. Uh, we're going to have some information on that case. Remember, December 2nd is the reading of the uh, the, the, the um, oral arguments for the New York State Rifle and Pistol case. And uh, after that case, the four or five concealed carry cases, which may end up being one of the Cheeseman, the Cheeseman case as well, we're going to see what the Supreme Court is going to be doing with mm-hmm. all of these cases. Okay. Although I think the Democrats are moving now to impeach the entire Supreme Court. Yeah. Yeah. Every Republican and all <laughs> 65 million people that voted for Trump are being impeached right now. Right, exactly. Okay. Right. Over um, what? We're not as sure Maxine ever. Waters says, impeached. I-N-P-E-A-C-H-E-D. She says impeached. Yes. Mostly everybody that's Tells I am. She uses I am. Impeached. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's been a congresswoman for <laughs> uh, twenty five years, making one hundred sixty thousand dollars a year, uh. and she lives in an eighteen million dollar mansion outside of her district. <laughs> Gee, it's amazing. She pays Must her daughter side job. She pays her daughter uh, through her office and campaign a half a million dollars a year to uh. mail postage. Well, that's pretty. It's pretty yeah. Well, postage kind of mails itself, though. It's, so uh, while we're talking about, <laughs> while we're talking about every day, this, the, the mailman comes and picks shit up and <laughs> drops more shit off. And she bills ten. You know what's going on with Hunter Biden and Kerry's son and Pelosi's son? Everybody working for the corrupt Ukraine, Ukraine gas companies. This is not a Democrat or Republican thing. No, Let's just not. clear this up yeah, right now. Okay. It is this is the swamp. swamp okay, yeah. and that's one of the reasons why we need term limits because these people are in so long. They they're power brokers, mm-hmm. and uh, they were just showing. Um, uh, oh my God, I forgot his name now. Uh, senator. It started with an M. He is a new Green Deal senator, but yet he wrote a bill that got passed to give uh, $50 million to the Ukraine uh, for uh, natural gas exploration. So he wants our country... <laughs> to pay the to, Ukraine for natural gas, and, but he doesn't want which he'll never make it to who it's supposedly going to. Correct. And, of course, uh, he was lobbied heavy, and he got hundreds of thousands of dollars in donations, and F- Ed Markley, and he had uh, family members working. Everybody's working yeah, for the Ukraine. Of course, it's, yeah. Supposedly, right now, it's the most corrupt country in the world it's over nigeria now the ukraine oh, no way. okay so everybody's got yeah. their their hands in it the, in the till uh so they're all everybody has family members and everybody but this has been How going do we get on a piece of this yeah we have to run for political uh-huh. office you have to be in for six or eight years you have to make the contacts and take oh, the yeah kickbacks. you gotta be the head of whatever yeah, yeah. committees mm-hmm. they don't work for us anymore no, i don't care no. if it's a democrat or a republican everybody needs to wake up i don't the know news, if it's ever been in in a very 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 long time oh it's over 100 years oh yeah well because technology allows quick communication and money wire transfers and right. everything that sure. you know back in the day you had to use the bag man right you know right. uh somebody right. would have to on horseback you know yeah. drive up from right. philly to dc yeah. to give you your payout yeah. now it doesn't work that way they just wire it to your offshore accountant in the island of nevis in the yeah, caribbean yeah that's right yeah 
And, Good uh, banking system. Yeah, or you say, you know, I got my son here who has a IQ of about 68. Right. I need and, you to and put Burger him on Burger King it. fired him, so <laughs> yeah. could, you, could you put him on your payroll, you yeah. know, as a, like an advisor? Yeah. Yeah. And, I know uh, he knows nothing about gas exploration, but, you know, he's he's worth 85000 a month. Yeah, and again, it's not just Hunter Biden. If you were to, of all 535 oh God, federal oh, elected officials, sure. if you were to research him, I bet you it's Everyone. 520. No, no, no. I bet you, I, you're going to, Rand Paul's going to come up clean. Yeah, maybe. You're going to you're gonna come up with about 520. Yeah. Maybe 15. The reason why you have 15 is you have two with morals and 13 that ain't smart enough to get the system yet. <laughs> yeah, but they'll get there. They'll get there, yeah. Okay, it might yeah. be their first or, or second yeah, term. They haven't made, yeah, they haven't made, a, you know, committee chairman Correct. yet. And, Correct. Yeah. And, and the diversion. And the conga line hasn't started outside their Correct. door. Correct. <laughs> and the wall, the, the immigrants in cages and the impeachment, it's all a diversion. Of course. Okay. One of the reasons they want Trump out is because he's bringing this shit to light. Yeah, he's, he doesn't know how to, he doesn't know the system. He doesn't know what he has to do. Bush played that very, very well. Correct. You know, they all they all did. I mean, good God, uh, the Bushes and Clintons have been so tight and close together and they would they're, they're like uh, divorce lawyers. Right. You tell the story about how that, you know, they're in a, they're they're writing nasty letters back and forth to one another, which is all preplanned because each one each one of those letters cost you another five hundred dollars. Correct. You know, so I'll write Correct. a nasty letter and then, oh, they sent us a nasty letter. I'm going to send a nasty response. And then, oh, they send a nasty response. I'm going to up that nasty response. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're and you're going, yeah, yeah, you get them for five hundred bucks a shot. Yep. Yeah. It's so, like uh, self-licking ice cream cone. Yeah. So people need to wake the F up. Yeah. It's all a bunch of bullshit. They're, you know, and then the lobbying money and then the campaign contributions. We oh, all have yeah. no idea. Oh, where it goes. The dinners, yeah, the country club memberships, Absolutely. the visits. Oh, yes. You don't have to be a member of the country club, Mr. Senator, but you're welcome. You're an honorary member. You can oh, come yeah. anytime, you, anytime want, you want. And yeah. you can bill it all to the country club. Oh, yeah. oh, by the way, we're trying to get 60 foot of road footage from right. the state of, you know, <laughs> Minnesota to expand the country. No problem. I'll put a bill in for that next right. week, and you'll get it. Okay, thank you. Have a nice yeah, day. Right. So, bullshit. They right. all suck. Uh, speaking Roads about that, it's, I can't believe the negativity about this two-way rally November 2nd. Come on. Sandy. So, it's Rally for Your Rights. The <laughs> secondamendmentrally.com is it's, it's second to ND, amendmentrally.com. November 2nd from 1 to 4. I booked my hotel room already. Rich Serrano, an old gun for hire friend, he booked his hotel room already. It's one to four on the Capitol lawn. Transportation complaints. Oh, why is he speaking? Why is Anthony speaking? By the way, I'm a FUD bootlicker. A FUD bootlicker. That's kind of like... because I'm old. Okay. And a bootlicker because I let cops shoot at my range. Because <laughs> cops violate our constitutional rights when they do their job, even though it's an unconstitutional law. Seriously? So, oh, yeah, I've gotten m numerous posts and messages and emails across all the spectrum of social media with okay. that. Yeah, so I'm a FUD and a bootlicker. Yeah. Anybody that thinks I'm a FUD or a bootlicker, I'll be in D.C. from 1 to 4 p.m. <laughs> After 4 p.m., I'll be leaving the podium area and walking towards the – I'll tell you where I'm staying. 
You ready? I will be walking towards, come on, come on, the residence in Washington, D.C. Capitol. Residence in Washington, D.C. Capitol after 4 p.m. If you think I'm a FUD or a bootlicker and you wrote that on social media under your fake uh, screen name or account (laughs) name that your mother made up for you, what you should do is you should come up to me and introduce me to yourself and Tell me that I'm a foot and a bootlicker to my face. I really want to see that. Yeah, so let's kind see of an oxymoron, though. How could you be a fud and a bootlicker? Well, I'm a fud because I guess I'm an old guy in a two-way old. fight, and I'm uh, a bootlicker because I. Oh, can't. you mean so you've been doing this for a really long time? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I actually go out. They used to be like called experience. I don't just post. Oh, uh, yeah. So people complained about the day. There's some other rally a week later. People <laughs> complained about the distance. Is there carpooling? Is there buses? There's transportation. Uh, who's you behind the rally? You wonder why we're taking it up the ass, uh, right? Oh, my you God. You wonder why. Oh, my God. And then they're complaining about who the speakers are. And then some of the fringe people <laughs> wanted it to be an open carry. There's oh, yeah. no open carry allowed in D.C. Uh, uh, no. This is, so, okay, no. so all the groups fracture. Right. And we only get 300 people show up as opposed to uniting and getting 30,000 people to well, show up. Well, you know up. what the difference is? The left would actually pay everybody, and they'd be on buses, and they pay the coordinators way ahead of time. And, you know, it's it's very well orchestrated. Everybody who's there is, you know, not working. They're getting paid to go. <clears throat> yes. It's, it's, well, and, and we're I will the idiots who actually believe that we can do something. Maj Chere will be speaking. Tony Simon will mm-hmm. be speaking. Rob Pincus will be speaking. He doesn't like me. I'm not a big fan of him either. And we're vocal about it, right? <laughs> so we're we somebody po- I po- posted a picture on Instagram that we're going to be speaking there, and basically Rob's like, you know, drinks afterwards. I'm like, how about celebrity death match afterwards? And Pincus texts back. He goes, how about just drinks afterwards? I'm like, party pooper. <laughs> you, you know, what I mean? I'm yeah. not going to fight him anyway. Why can't listen? S O F, S O F, S A F, G O A, F P C, N R A, can't J P F O. Can't everybody just, just join together? Just join together right. for one day, the for three is, hours. Look, it all boils down to this. Everybody wants to be their 15 minutes of fame. So if the N R A isn't doing something, then they want to start something so they can be the head because they can do it so much better. Than in a 250-year-old organization. It's just, it's always about the Benjamins and the fake fame. For you non-New Jersey people, here's another reason why I fight unity and activism, and I don't give a shit about what anybody else says. Wow, I've never seen my Wi-Fi this slow. I don't think I can open this link, so I'm going to have to wing it. Sorry. Um, Anyway, in New Jersey, there's 8.9 million people and we have 513 civilian CCWs. That's 513. How'd you get yeah, that number? I got the I got the new number, Freedom wow. of Information Act. But they won't give us uh, they won't give us the names. We thought it was 1100. It's 513. 513. It probably was 1100 two years ago. So <clears throat> in New Jersey, we have an. This is how many people can, carry. Can you get a breakdown of civilians? Are they, or are they all, all ex-cops? No, no, no. All ex-cops. There's thousands of those. Retired PD and stuff okay. like that. No, this is non-PD, non-PD. non-security. Okay. This is 513 <laughs> politically connected, probably anti-gunners yep. and politicians in here. Right. Okay? Oh, yes. So in New Jersey, our average that have carry permits is 0. .0000. 
0.0576%. The national average is 17%. John Lott published that. The na- I can't get it open. Number of concealed carry permit increased. Uh, John Lott said, now, John Lott is saying that it's 17%, which is low because it doesn't factor in constitutional carry states that there that are no permit. Yeah, right, Arizona, matter. Alaska, Maine, and a few others. You don't need anything. New Hampshire now, too, or no? Uh, I don't believe so. I believe they still have a permit, but I could be wrong. I'm, I'm sure 80 people will email me a correction. Right. Thank you that you took time to come out of mom's basement to email me a fucking correction. You're most admirable. What you what you should ask for now is tell mom you want chunky peanut butter. Ch- yes. Right. Okay. Instead of instead smooth, because I think you're getting bound up. Creamy jiff. You're getting bound you're getting up. Bound up. All right, listen, I have some news for our Oath Breakers, Goober Gruel and uh, Phil Murphy, by the way. Florida court ruled last week, yeah, they're Oath Breakers, cities in Florida must cooperate with ICE. Our elected officials will be removed from office. Oh, I like that. They're repealing it, all right? But they're the new Florida state law that bans sanctuary cities. It also ordered law enforcement officers to continue full cooperation with ICE, okay? The Miami U.S. District Court Judge Beth Bloom upheld a majority of the components on that law on Monday, just one day before the, the sanctuary city law went into effect in Florida, okay? On top of banning sanctuary cities in Florida, it also creates a new mandate. It requires police inmate, police departments, to hold inmates for an additional 48 hours to give ICE enough time to take custody of them. Okay, And there's a good incentive for elected officials to comply with the law, Judge Bloom said. If they don't, don't, they will be removed from office by the governor or state attorney general. (laughs) That's a state. Okay? So, uh, of course, it's quite the opposite of it. The it's Miami like Mayor Stoddard said it's ridiculous. It's putting immigration enforcement above public safety. Oh, come on. Oh, public safety? Yeah. Where is public safety when you're releasing violent felons onto the street? No, that makes us safer, our oh. rich, diverse immigrant community. Oh, because they can help defend off the other violent felons? No, because felons? that... that, that they, it doesn't prevent them from coming forward oh. and turning oh, people in. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I see. Everything is public safety. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you don't think you better get out and vote November fifth in New Jersey, I'm telling you right now, you better wake up because the Brady Center, aka Bloomberg, endorses are starting to endorse all gun safety champions in the General General Assembly. Obviously, Majority Leader Lou Greenwald. Gun safety champion. Yes. Then there's Lisa Mandenblatt and Stacey Gunderman. There's Gina LaPlaca, Mark Natal, Lisa Bahimi, and Darcy Drager. All of these oath breakers, by the way, they are all being funded by Brady and Bloomberg. Remember what I told you? I heard a little bird inside told me after the November 5th elections, if they maintain their majority... In the Assembly and the Senate, they are going to pass unbelievably restrictive gun laws in New Jersey. They're going to ban black rifles and everything. And there's nothing we can do about it. So, people, all 80 seats of the Assembly, November 5th. Let me talk about the NRA Political Victory Fund when we come back. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. 
When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50-yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right. We have two smaller classrooms and those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids, and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids, and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Remember when you could get away with stuff like that? Oh, yeah. My Harley had a sticker on it that said, my other toy has boobs. Imagine when that today. Ooh. How many women that would trigger? Oh, my God. So listen to, <laughs> listen to this. The NRA has already issued their uh, campaign uh, endorsements. So it's really easy. You just have to go to nrapvf.org. nrapvf.org. Political Victory Fund. If you're an NRA member, and you should be, you should have received your orange card in the mail. Mine's on my desk in my office, I and it tells me yet. who to vote for. Now, when you go on the nrapoliticalvictoryfund.org, you pick your state, you type your address, and it shows you who to vote for, and you can even print it out. A little card will print out, oh, and you cool. can take it with you to the polling station. Now, if you live in New Jersey, ANGRPC will be issuing our endorsements for lower candidates that don't fall under uh, the federal elections, all right, and state elections, like for like for sheriffs and uh, assemblymen and freeholders and stuff. Uh, so that'll be out in a day or two. So next week's show, I'll read everybody off. 
that's on there. But nrapvf.org. These are all the candidates, whether or not they answered a questionnaire and what their past history is. If you see a Q next to them, like an AQ, it could be because it's the first time they filled out the questionnaire. They filled it out good, but we don't have any voting history. Right. On that person. All right. They say they're going to do this, but they haven't done it yet. Uh, correct. So uh, we'll we'll see. So NRAPVF.org. The other thing is uh, you talk about the left. You know, we, we lost the salt deduction in New Jersey federally. You're only allowed to deduct $10,000 of the price of your real estate taxes. Right. This is what NewJersey.com's title says, Sandy. Your New Jersey home was worth less than it should be thanks to the Trump tax law. Oh, so it's on. Trump's fault oh, my God. that you can only deduct the first $10,000 of your taxes. It has nothing to do with the tax and spend and right. socialism voting um, in the state of New Jersey. It has nothing to do with that. It's got to do with Donald Trump. It's because of Trump, you know. Well, uh, that's a typical New Jersey. This state sucks. Yeah, yeah. Race to the bottom, right? Right Right to the communism. Uh, it's it's really, really uh, – it's ludicrous. But anyway, all right, let me talk. I got some stuff to talk to you about. There is going to be a red flag law seminar uh, on November 8th, November 8th at 6 p.m. at the Clifton Masonic Lodge. Me and Evan Knappen oh, great. will be the hostesses with the mostess from 6 p.m. till 9 p.m. And you just have to go to U.S. Law Shield and register for it. Uh, we'll both be there. It's uh, due to recent changes in firearms law in New Jersey. U.S. Law Shield attorney Evan Knappen and Anthony Clenjo, master firearms trainer, will be changing the topic for their upcoming seminar. Evan Knappen will be covering the new red flag laws that took effect, which is being reported uh, to affect up to one New Jersey gun owner a day. This lawyer, will, this law will co- will be covered in detail. Anthony will discuss current state affairs with our gun owners in New Jersey. Listen to me. U.S. Law Shield is not insurance. It was not banned by Phil Murphy or Cuomo, all right? It is not insurance. It is a club like membership. So it's still legal per Evan Knappen, and it should still be legal uh, indefinitely. So get your asses together and join U.S. Law Shield. You can use code word gun for hire when you uh, sign up for it or gun for hire radio. You get like a $10 discount or whatever. But I will uh, be doing what I can uh, at that seminar. So it's uh, November 8th from 6 to 9 p.m. I think it's a Friday night. All right. Uh, judging by the emails and social media posts I've been getting uh, related to Gunfire Radio, I'm starting to feel like our listeners are getting dumb. Okay? So we're going to do a lot of learning coming up the next couple of months. All right? I'm going to learn you all. All right? I think you're all, you're all, all almost as dumb as me. <laughs> <laughs> so, which is bad. So let's talk about a couple of things. Let's start this one first, okay? Ten rules for being a safe gun-owning parent. You guys think you can handle that, Sandy? Can you remember ten? Well, it's both your hands, remember a couple right? Of, it's you both sure? my hands. I don't, well, I don't have you to take sure? my shoes off. I'm, I'm you sure? Good. Yes. You sure? Yeah, I got a pencil. I'm okay. that down. So, remember that children are always going to be looking for your gun to have access to it. So it's up to you to make sure that your gun is stored in a safe place, not accessible to a minor. There are so many options today that cost starting $99 up are just trigger locks that you get for free Mm -hmm. from the National Shooting Sports Foundation, from Gun for Higher Range, or any police department, okay? 
Listen to me. You should not be leaving a firearm, whether it's empty or loaded, anywhere in the house that's accessible to a minor. All right? If you carry off body, purse, briefcase, anywhere else, you should always have complete control of that. If it's a woman that leaves her purse in a shopping carriage at Walmart oh. in Texas that her kid can reach to the gun, that's a sad thing. The next thing is demystify firearms as soon as possible. Make them understand what's real and what's fantasy and reality. Yeah. Okay? Take them to the range. Let them shoot. Never talk about playing with guns. All right? It's always let's go shoot guns. It's something serious that we want to do. All right? Educate them on what to do if they find a firearm. Eddie Eagle. Stop. Yeah, Don't touch. Program. Leave the area. Yep. Tell an adult. 35 million kids have been educated since it started. All right? There is no excuse not to keep a pistol locked up or safe. I just want to reiterate that, all right? And there are some way to access it. Teach your kids using a Nerf or airsoft gun. Teach them to wear eye protection. Tell them that even if they point an airsoft gun at somebody, they can blind them. Imagine what a real gun could do, okay? The problem is if you they don't They told do us it's with the BB guns and the darts and shit. We did we did we lose Lawn them? darts. <laughs> lawn darts were great. I survived lawn darts. Oh, Beat yeah. Beat that. You know, uh, the next thing is... Uh, Demystify guns with your kids. Introduce them to them. Let them see them. Teach them. Teach them the firearm safety rules. And then, again, educate them what to do if they go over somebody else's house that might not be as uh, vigilant as you. And also, if you're listening to this, if you're not a gun owner, 50% of all households in the United States have guns. What if your kids go to somebody's house that has guns? Maybe you should make sure, you know, maybe you should make sure that those houses are safe as well. And your kids are uh, protect it. The next thing is, it's coming up, so Halloween safety tips. When Sandy and I were kids, our mothers sent us out on the street with costumes that were flammable. Yes. <laughs> that were, we made. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're, we made. and masks that we couldn't see out of. Right. We had no peripheral vision. Right, with the string in the back. With the string <laughs> the that snapped, molded, that always and snapped. we couldn't breathe. And they would send us out from 6 till 9.30 p.m. when it was pitch black out. <laughs> <laughs> Trick-or-treating with not one stick of reflective no, gear on. No, they didn't usually make dressed in a black back. costume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only thing that we had that was not black was the pillow, white pillow, pillow face. case. <laughs> but a black, a black robe with black face on or something. Because right. you were a bum or a ghoul oh, or always, something yeah, like that. Hobo or shit. the same shit. Burn a cork, put it on your face here. Oh, my God. People Wear don't daddy's know old that shirt. <laughs> Oh, my God. So think about some tips for Halloween. Cross the street at corners, using traffic signals and crosswalks. Always look both ways. Here's the tough one. Put electronic devices down. All right. Good luck with that. (laughs) Teach your children to make eye contact with drivers before crossing in front of them. Always walk on sidewalks or paths. All right. If not, always walk facing traffic. Never mm-hmm. traffic coming up behind you. Someone texting you will go, oh, I think I just hit a bump or something. <laughs> and you're dead in the shoulder of the road. Yeah, yeah it happens right. all the time. Oh, okay? absolutely. Uh, watch for cars that are turning or backing up. Teach your children to never dart out into the street. All right? If the kids are young, you should be with them trick-or-treating, and you shouldn't be on your electronic <laughs> device. Yes, exactly. And you should be carrying a 300 lumen flashlight. Right. Which yes. I'm going to talk about next. All right? Decorate costumes and bags with reflective tape. How about making your kid a yield sign for Halloween? (laughs) 
Think about it. Go get two yield signs or two stop signs or two crosswalk signs. Put zip ties and have them wear it like a sandwich board. Now you don't have to worry about your kid getting hit by a car. Yeah, all you need is a couple of 716th open-end wrenches and you're good. Yes. (laughs) Choose face paint and makeup instead of masks because they can obstruct your vision. Ma, what'd you do to me? The next thing is have kids carry glow sticks or flashlights. You're taking your kids trick-or-treating? Yeah. Come down to Gun for Hire from now until Halloween. I'll give you a free Gun for Hire glow stick. They're red. Okay? For your kids. Or have them carry. The problem with having kids carry flashlights is they're all jack-offs. They're going to flash it in their friends' faces, <laughs> yes. and everybody's going to have no night vision, and somebody's going to walk out into the street or in a manhole cover and get killed. So I don't think flashlights are a good <laughs> option for kids. Dude, you're talking about us. That's yeah, all. they're all the same. Okay? Oh, when selecting a costume, make sure it's the right size. Yeah, my mother had me wear a sheet. Yeah, exactly. Size? There were sizes? (laughs) For you jackasses out there, Halloween, wet leaves, daylight savings time. It gets dark early now, okay? Slow down and be alert. Not only Halloween, but if you, what do you call it? Goosey night? We call it mischief night. I don't know what you, what'd you call it when you're a kid? Goosey night. I called it mischief night, okay? That The day before Halloween and Halloween, you have to really be careful out there. Kids are super excited. They'll run out between two parked cars. If the speed limit's 25 miles an hour, Especially do 20. Especially if the cops are chasing them. Yes. Don't be texting. <laughs> if the cops are, that was us. That was us. Don't yeah. be texting while you're driving. Don't be distracted while you're driving, especially in residential areas. Take the extra time to look for kids at intersections, medians, and curbs. Enter and exit your driveway and alley very slowly and carefully. Get rid of any distractions. I covered that. Turn on your headlights earlier in the day, okay? It'll help you spot children, and they'll see you. Popular trick-or-treating hours are 530 till 930, so you should be especially alert. After 930, if you hit him, it's not a kid. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) All right? So, it's a deer or a vagrant. Or an adult. <laughs> or an adult. Dressed like dressed a kid like a to get kid, free yeah. candy, like we right. were when we were 18. Yeah. Let's be bums <laughs> and go get two pounds of right. candy each. Exactly. Or go mug a couple of kids. My last thing I want to talk about is, uh, we've covered this a million times, but everybody should have a defensive uh, flashlight. Yeah. I'm right-handed. I have a defensive flashlight. It would have clip in my left pocket. I all tell the story about the time I was in Boston with my ex-wife, and the guy walked up to me and said, I really like your watch. I said, thank you. He said, I try it on. I said, if you could take it off me, you can have it. (laughs) And he started walking towards me, and I pulled out my little Phoenix. It was an LD something. It was an old one. And I flicked him with like 120 lumens in the face, and uh, you would have thought I killed him. It was like I threw sulfuric acid in his face. It worked out quite well. Well... I, I Right now I'm carrying the Phoenix, F-E-N-I-X, LD-12. And the reason I'm carrying LD-12 is because, A, they freaking change model numbers every year. Yeah. We go to the Blade Show and the SHOT Show. The first thing I do is I go to the Phoenix booth, and I'm like, all right, what number is it now? <laughs> okay? What number is it now? Please tell me. So the one I carry is an LD-12. Why do I carry this one? A, it's a AA battery. It's not a one two three battery. Yeah, right. I like a AA battery. B, it has a tail button. They call it the tactical on and off switch. Mm -hmm. So when you're holding the flashlight, 
cylindrical in your uh, in your fist, your thumb can turn it on and off, so you have complete control of it. It'll last about an hour and a half at 300 lumens. That's pretty good. All right, I tell everybody the minimum that you... I'm sorry, it's 320 lumens. I believe the minimum you should have is 300 lumens. Let me tell you, though, the guy that I hit that night, I hit him with about 100 lumens. Wow. It was dark out, <clears throat> yeah, and yeah. it startled him. But you know what's nice about 300, 320 lumens is they get those blue Kodak flashbulb yeah, spots right. in their faces. Yeah. And when you, cro- when you when you coil back and you hit them with that full right, Right. They never even see it. Yeah, they can't see it because it's coming from... They don't even know you hit them. It's coming from the blue dot. Correct. They don't even know you hit them. Right, that's true. All right. You flash somebody with a flashlight. I don't know. I saw a blue dot and I fell down. From your support hand. (laughs) And you unleash the beast with your strong hand. Ooh, they're done. (laughs) Now, mine has the pocket clip. The tactical tail switch, and obviously it has the bezel around the light, which they call the DNA collector, yep. which is nice because if you strike somebody with that flashlight, you're going to cookie cutter a circle. Now, I read this shit with the tactical flashlight, tactical pens. Bring it in your basement with a Dremel and sharpen the bezel on the front. Do not sharpen yeah. the bezel on the yeah, front. Not a good idea because then the prosecutor has something to do. Correct. Use it as it was made from the factory. Right. You wanted bone stock. Right. All right. And that's the LD12 Phoenix, F E N I X. You can buy a Surefire, you can buy there's plenty of more expensive options, but I'm a civilian maggot and that's my favorite civilian um yeah, they're, they're not expensive. I've been carrying Phoenix for a long time, as long as we've been on the show, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't forget, November 6th, I will be at the uh, Napin uh, Red Flag Law Seminar in Clifton. Do not forget, November 2nd, I will be in wa- Capitol, Washington, D.C., speaking to a rally, if you want to go see that. The Saw women had a table out here last week. They got some members. Their next meetup here is October 28th. Christmas is coming. They have an October 28th and November 12th. It's $25 a year. Get 10% discount at Gun for Hire. Uh, great gift for the women in your family. Yeah. Uh, anybody going through gender reassignment surgery, if they're going to become a woman, buy them a membership. Yeah. It's like okay. Coming Sorry out you lost your penis, but here's a gun for but you. But here's a gun. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you write in your card, I don't care. Right. I love everybody. Uh, we have classes from Urban Carbine, one, two, three, Urban Pistol, one, two, three, Urban Shotgun. November 8th, uh, we have Low Light, No Light at the Gun for Hire Academy. So, but thank you all for your support. Don't be a FUD and don't be a bootlicker like me. Get your ass to the rally on November 2nd. Sandy, what's the matter? Why you live? Thank <laughs> you. Sorry you lost your penis. You know there's a meme for that, right? There's got to be. There's a meme. Oh, God, help us. Oh, and it finally came to an end. (laughs) Well, you've wasted yet another perfectly good hour. (laughs) Thank you, Gunfire Radio. Gunfire Radio is a Canonic Media production. This broadcast is run by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of Shecky Green... And the rest of the crew here at Gunfire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Just be thankful you're not me. We love you guys. See you next week.